from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher. Good morning. Morning, Mike. We back? We spending? Spending, spending, spending. Are we splashing the plastic? Um, the answer to that, Mike, eh, not really. Um, not really. This is the electronic card spending data. This was released by Stats New Zealand yesterday. These are numbers for March. So the, the key things to consider here, Mike, are, you know, was this all just, uh, you know, Omicron in March or are sort of household budgets starting to get squeezed from a number of fronts. Um, so what are the, the numbers are telling us? If we look at the numbers, uh, total spending was up 1.6% month on month. Now that measure fell 7.6% in February. So it's not a resounding or a convincing rebound. But if you look at retail spending, it actually fell 1.3% month on month. And that, that measure fell 7.8% last month. So, so at the total spending level, you've got a gain of 1.6%. But when you look at just retail, it's down one3 Now, the lift in total spending was driven by seasonally adjusted lift in what we call non-retail spending. Now, the important, uh, the important sort of sector that's in there is travel agencies. So it includes travel agencies, tour arrangement services, health and pharma. So that small lift you've seen in total spending coincided with the easing of restrictions on international travel. So we can only assume that a few people raced out and actually booked some holidays. But I think it's fair to say that we expected to see some rebound in the retail portion of that spending in March, and we didn't get to see it. So what's going on? Well, um, March, Mike, that was the peak in petrol prices for a start. You'd have to think that that weighed on household budgets. Uh, not only that, but I, you could also speculate that we're starting to see the impact of higher, of higher mortgage rates. So both of those things are starting to be felt in the more general household budgets. But, you know, we can't discount the fact that in that month of March, you've still got this somewhat unmeasurable impact of what's happening with, with Omicron. You know, were people basically, you know, people aren't going to work, so you've got that absenteeism, so they're not leaving the house to go to work. Um, secondly, there's other people just avoiding going out, and I think that was probably still, yeah. you know, still kind of a real thing. So, uh, and of course, you had, you got the impact of inflation there as well, Mike. Inflation sort of actually pushed those numbers up. So if you overlay that, it probably makes it look even worse. Yeah, I don't feel good about Q1 for GDP. Uh, Napier, I don't feel good about that either. They used to be a real success story. What happened there? Well, you say it's almost, so the reason I talk about this, it's not a huge business, isn't Napier Port, but it's almost sort of like a playbook or a microcosm of these current issues that are plaguing New Zealand business at the moment. So what happened yesterday was Napier Port uh, re released a trading update. So this is ahead of the actual release of the results for the first half of the financial year, and they're reporting reduced trade volumes. So for the six months to 31 March 22, their container volumes decreased by 16.6% compared to the same period last year. Bulk cargo volumes, they decreased by 8.7%. So this, this all, all this, this decrease in the cargo volumes follows a sort of an escalation in global container-based supply chain and shipping disruptions. They also cite ongoing seasonal labour shortages that's compounded by pandemic-related absences across their cargo and workforces. And on top of that, you've got adverse local weather um, weather conditions, and that's been hitting the primary sector production as well. So, look, in the last 24 hours, we've had the news that we're getting some relief on this labour shortage issue. The fact of the matter is it's too little, too late and we really, to have avoided these issues at the moment, we needed to have a more practical approach to the border over the last 12 months. So a lot of that damage is done. Um, anyway, for Napier Port, this all means uh, lower profit than expected. So profit down approximately 10% uh, from their 2021 level. That was 43.8 million. So they're guiding to slightly lower than that share price down five cents yesterday. 25 or 50 tomorrow. 
Uh, I, I think the I think the right thing to do is to go fifty, but um, and I suspect they will only go twenty five. So they go twenty five, they'll go fifty next time. I think they need to. Mark, I think the Reserve Bank needs to get the cash rate up. All the other interest rates have actually moved. If they want to get on top of inflationary expectations, they need to take bold moves right now so they get on top of what people's expectations of inflation are. CPI in America tomorrow, Saki's just said it could be quote-unquote extraordinarily elevated. It will be huge. People are picking 8.4%, but the risk, Mike, is to the upside on 8.4% inflation. Have a listen to this. We expect March CPI headline inflation to be extraordinarily elevated due to Putin's price hike. And we expect a large difference between core and headline inflation reflecting the global disruptions in energy and food markets. Mm, Amazing, eh? Yeah, Amazing. Now, the other, the other thing is, Mike, very quickly, food prices are going up everywhere around the world. What happened last time we saw this sort of food rises? Arab Spring uprising. Right. So, exactly. Yep. What are the numbers? Uh, the Dow Jones is at 34,440. It's up 0.8%. The S&P 500, 4432. Sorry, it's down. The Dow Jones is down. The S&P 500 is down 1.24%. And the NASDAQ is down 1.8% as well. Um, higher interest rates. Uh, the cause there. 7618 on the FTSE 100, down 51. The Nikkei, 26821. Shanghai Composite, 3167. Uh, the uh, Nikkei, 26821. Uh, the ASX 200, 7485, up 7 points. Yesterday, the NZX 50 lost 134 points, 1.1%, 11,932. Kiwi dollar this morning, 0.6825 against the US, 0.9199 Aussie. 0.6272 euro, 0.5240 pounds, 85.67 yen. Gold, $1,947.23. But some respite, Mike, on Brent crude, $98.33. It's under 100 bucks. Good stuff. You see you tomorrow. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.